Five Leaves Left and Pink Moon, all three essential albums. You're with Julian on the Brown Note review for a movie review. Uh, James Wan's new film, Malignant. I like the word malignant. I'm not on the... He's an Australian director and he's now getting called the King of Horror. And I don't buy that because I I can understand the first Saw film being a decent horror. Um, but honestly, I didn't really care for that franchise. I thought the other films got progressively worse. And a lot of his other stuff, I just... I mean, I didn't see Insidious. Apparently that was a fairly average horror that's also spawned sequels. Um, he's produced an awful lot as well. Um, the one film that stood out was uh, Fast and Furious 7, his um, step up to the big league of $100 million budgets, which was good. He helmed it well. He had a difficult job there because Paul Walker died, uh, which was a slightly awkward scenario to get through, but he helmed that film well. And it was a bit of a mess at the end because their lead character had died, so it was a difficult one. But I didn't really like The Conjuring, the first film. I didn't like the third one that just came out. I did like The Conjuring 2 a lot more. And he's produced so many pretty no-marky horrors. Annabelle and that series and uh, Jigsaw and The Nun. Um, all these films are pretty rubbish. So I'm not a massive fan of his work. The other big one he did was Aquaman, which was a hugely enjoyable, amiable romp for the DC universe, which was floundering. So it did for me show that he was an expert at visual sequences and not at a screenplay because I've rarely seen that much exposition in any film. Uh, the characters stand around explaining what's going on all the way through. And he's got the Equan Lost Kingdom with Amber Heard. That's going to prove very interesting indeed. But he released Malignant uh, and it's it's not been a big hit, but a lot of people are talking about it. Um, it's fairly standard. Um, there's a, it starts in 1993. Uh, Dr. Weaver and her colleagues treat a psychiatric patient who can project onto radios and do all that kind of stuff. Um, he ends up becoming, this uh, Gabrielle ends up becoming violent and kills several staff members. The fact I'm reading the, the plot is because as soon as I started talking, I was like, movie about i can't even remember 27 I'm, re I'm reading this with like actually interest 27 years later madison lake a pregnant woman living in seattle returns home to her husband after ah yes that's right and uh, then we get into a domestic violence scenario where the husband's a brute and um this creature appears out of nowhere while she's sleeping he smashed her head against the wall and she's been unconscious but when she wakes he's been brutally murdered and twisted up and the police come and the killers all uh, left some really weird sort of um, things like back to front fingerprints and was hanging from the ceiling and appears to be a supernatural entity. And this supernatural entity starts following Madison around. Who is Madison played by? Annabelle Wallace as Madison Mitchell. No famous people in this film at all. Um the 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 plot itself is very sort of um in that it it's, it feels like watching something like the ring it's you know there's this malevolent force out there people end up at dying in strange situations she gets madison gets visions of um the deaths happening 
and the police are you know eventually convinced it must be her doing it um but she knows that there's this um horrific entity out there killing people usually bad people it must be said um and now i can't i can't remember the plot it's so rote now the thing is a lot of people are, are, are screaming about this film being great or being awful now what i would say is this for when i i would normally go for a, a horror that's got this much of a write-up but the first two thirds of it were awful um this is a film of two awful thirds and a absolutely magnificent final third i did nearly turn it off the first two thirds are like a michael bay film They're, it's so superficial and rote um everyone's dumb and it's painful to sit through and it goes nowhere nothing in this film is scary it is more gory than scary um there isn't one scary moment in this film i saw sinister again recently jesus that was a mistake to watch at night so it's not a scary film it's more of a, a, a gory body horror film then after two thirds of a michael bay movie james one decides to be dario argento for the final third of this film and it's incredible it goes absolutely nuts it goes insane so it's it's so bizarre because what's coming is is like 10 out of 10 crazy and what preceded that was so drab and so rote such an ordinary like conjuring level horror film it was actually very bland very boring very tepid and other than like disfigurements and things like that there was just nothing memorable about it and then the final third it is absolutely crazy so it's a difficult one to recommend because for the majority of its runtime it's awful but that final third if you do get there and almost think as you know like the um, remake of suspiria where that final half hour just went cr absolutely crazy which is a film i actually liked all the way through but the final third really went into dario argento madness land the remake of suspiria i should say so it is worth it for that because once you get there you're going to get into a a land of crazy that most m most mainstream horror movies would never go near it's that crazy so i'm going to give it a six and a half out of ten with probably five of that going to the last third uh which is a truly baffling magnificent third of a film so malignant very much um up and down but six and a half out of ten and this is from one of the two feature albums sierra